What's up, everybody? Welcome to episode 180 of the Cheesy Controller Podcast. I'm your host, Anton Laplatt. Joining me, as always, we have the Mayor of Stardew Valley, Chris Montalbano. We got some Pokemon news, and I'm super excited about this. We got the most generous squid in the sea, Jalen Roberts. Yassified professors on the first day of Pride, too. And we got the Ray Trace to Rag Madrid Devon. Oh, yeah, a beat Shadowbringers. <laughs> oh, oh, shit. <laughs> I just thought about that. <laughs> we got a jam-packed episode for you guys this week. Somehow we're not going to talk about Final Fantasy XIV in any significant way, but we are going to talk about Star Wars Jedi Survivor, Pokemon Scarlet and Violet, Knockout City, Sonic Frontiers, God of War, Replace, and Returnal. And you did the near raid. Copy Factory is fucking flames. You ain't seen lame. shit yet. No, it's lame no, as hell wait. compared to part two and three. Oh, it's hard as fuck. We got yeah, it is hard. And you're going to need to use some of that gear we got you in that to go to part two yeah. and three. Cause yeah. It's like okay. the, job, okay. the job gear is so good. It, it looks It looks so clean, but it it only has you covered for like yeah. two yeah. missions afterwards. It's for glamour. Yeah. Toss that shit yeah. in the glamour yeah. dresser, make a glamour plate out of your job gear, and then you can use That's it. what I'm going to do. Yeah. Yep. I mean, because two isn't bad, but three. Three gives me PTSD. So, Jalen. Yeah. <sighs> Star Wars Celebration was last week, and we got, well, Chris, too. Man, I'm eating. <laughs> yeah, it was Star Wars. I got theme. it all. That's the thing. I know I like Star Wars. I've consumed a considerable <laughs> amount of Star Wars media. It's just times like this that I'm I'm going whole hog into Star Wars right now. I started watching Solo. Got your whole hog out. Yo, I need to watch that. I heard it was really good. Yeah, I've heard good things about Solo. It's just the one like Star Wars movie that I hadn't seen. Because mm-hmm. I saw Rogue Solo One. Solo is I, a good time. It's uh, not the best, but it's a good time. I heard it's, it's an right. underutilization of Childish Gambino. I I remember being I'm so actually, bored that I, I stopped watching I called Solo actually, the perfect screen <clears throat> test for the Calrissian Chronicles. So you can know, they've you've already seen that the Lando uh, Solo dynamic works on screen. Let's go. Just just make an entire thing out of it. Let's go. Uh, they they walked away. Solo underperformed so hard. Like, we would have gotten yeah. that. Before. Of course it underperformed. You're literally going to put it between an Avengers movie and Deadpool 2. That's fair. Yeah. I don't know I, why I thought you were talking about Obi-Wan, but yes, I've seen Solo. I actually thoroughly liked Solo. Oh, I I'm so... Disney Plus is doing the thing where they're dropping episodes on Wednesdays with a series again, so which... That fucking doesn't help. Yeah, it's always like, oh, I work all day, then I come home, I record the podcast, and then I go to sleep because I have to go to work the next day, so at the earliest, I Disney Plus shows that drop on Wednesdays, I get to watch Thursday night at the earliest. And that's if I'm not tired. Yeah. But, yeah, so Obi-Wan, has everybody watched the first two episodes? No, that's what I I was saying. I heard heard it was good. It's really good. I've been on Shaman King and... Like OG Shaman King? No, 
new Netflix better no. Shaman King. Oh. Yeah, they they found they're finally doing like the complete arc. How far and they you, did? Yeah. How far are you in that? It's over. It's over. I finished it. Oh, you finished it. 52 Shit. it's like 52 episodes. Shit, I might not cover be that the whole far thing. from the end. Yeah. And then apparently they're going to do Shaman King Flowers, which was the spin-off sequel that was Damn. in a magazine that got canceled. <laughs> hey, at least we're getting anime from Netflix because I know I'll probably change my tune in a couple weeks when Geeked Week happened. But right now mm-hmm. it's looking scarce on Netflix, like because they cut their animation budget and like Love Death Robots is really good. But is Geeked Week gonna have more than just video games? Because I know they're trying to hop into that market. Well, Geeked Week traditionally has been, and I mean, that's when we get, like, every time new gaming news, really, outside of them actually, like, putting out games, like, when they talk about stuff like that, it's during Geeked Week. But traditionally, Geeked Week has been, that's where they announced The Witcher, that's where they announced the cyberpunk anime, that's where they announced, like, and I know those are two CD projects. The Cuphead, was the Cuphead show there? Have we gotten a date for the Trigger anime yet? Or no, they're just like have, I think we're going to get it during Geeked Week because the Trigger anime... Yeah, that's what I was going to say. If they live. haven't given it to us, we're definitely going to get it then. Right? Because I've been seeing them tweeting like, yeah, we can't wait to announce our announcement. <laughs> <laughs> the announcement of the announcement of the announcement. Hey, About a date for the announcement. That's how you know they're a Japanese company because Japanese companies will be like, we're putting up a teaser <coughs> site to announce that we're going to announce a teaser trailer that'll announce that there'll be a full trailer later on. That's yeah. just too much. That's a, Atlas is somewhere like, this nigga stinks. <laughs> right, yeah. That is legitimately... Throwing a concert in there. <laughs> a concert that announces nothing. The teaser site goes up after the concert, but they don't say shit at the concert. They don't even acknowledge its existence, for they do not know. (laughs) They had no clue. I mean, it did what it was supposed to do. Sell those concert tickets. Mm -hmm. No, the teaser site goes up after the concert. (laughs) My brain hurts. Look, man, Atlas and Square Enix, <laughs> they piss me off so much. Square yeah. Enix, at least they stopped doing the thing where, like, this game is 43% done. Like, in an interview, it's like, what the fuck does 43% done mean? Like, it's actually how'd you like come up with, like, that number? Because that's, like, some shit. Like, I remember Final Fantasy 13, Final Fantasy Versus 13, when they were talking about that, Kingdom Hearts 3. Like, all these games are saying, like, yeah, we, we have a... Re- uh, and all those percentages were capped. Yeah. It would it would be like, okay, last year they were at 45%. Now they're at 63%. And then the game just <laughs> never comes out. Did it... Six years later. Something. All right. I mean... Right. Maybe they crashed and it went back down. You know, you had, like, your computer crashes during the download... That's you got to start from zero again. Not if you're touring. No, it's that Square has really weird expectations about things. They've always have. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, Square is, Square is weird. 
we have a whole episode, a bonus episode up about the state of Square Enix. Talk about some of their weird decisions. Go check that out. Go check that out. But yeah, Star Wars. So the main gaming thing that came out, like they announced a couple more shows that look awesome. Star Wars Vision Season 2 is coming. But the thing they announced gaming <coughs> is Star Wars Jedi Survivor. Like this game leaked to hell and back. And I thought they just announced it to say fuck it. I didn't realize Star Wars Celebration was going on until after that. <laughs> right. I was like, huh. Sweet. I don't but, know why this is happening, but cool. <laughs> Yeah, we didn't get much, and even people breaking down the trailers haven't gotten much, but Obi-Wan, and this is a super minor spoiler, it's been in the trailers, and it's not like... They're Inquisitors in Obi-Wan, which are the Jedi Hunters. Like, I knew jack shit about the Inquisitors before Obi-Wan, because I haven't watched Rebels. So Wait, you didn't play Fallen Order? I'm playing Fallen Order for the first <laughs> time right now. That's I have Fallen Order was like my introduction to the Inquisitors. Like I've heard of them, I've seen them, but I don't know shit about them. Yeah. The Inquisitors are the I will say, some of the changes that they've made to the like the lore of Star Wars is pretty fucking metal. Yeah, like they had the that's the thing. Between Obi Wan and Jedi Fallen Order and like Star Wars Visions, it seems like the extra stuff, because the Mandalorian, I'm, I really might have to go watch Star Wars Rebels, because the Darksaber and, like, the lineage of Mandalore and, like, all that shit that's going on, there is so much cool shit going on in Star Wars that, and now it, instead of, like, before there was a bunch of cool shit going on and it was kind of splintered out, like... You can consume as much or as little Star Wars modern stuff as you want and still, like, get cool shit out of it. I'd like to add to that. Mm -hmm. I would like to add to that. It's it's really... What's happening now is if you're a anime-only style watcher where you only watch visual media, y'all are actually getting, like, a decent uh, <coughs> dosing of content. Because it used to be uh, you would get a movie every couple of so years and then, like, maybe a TV show. And now you're consistently getting something like every, like, I mean, you're getting, like, at least two shows a year at this point. And then did Clone Wars start before stuff, Disney bought Books and that? comics, you've been just, oh, you've yeah. just been swimming in content this entire time. I've right. been seeing some of them. Uh, like comic panels because from like the marvel run like watching lore videos mm -hmm. on the inquisitor that Vader comic is good yo <clears throat> that og clone wars and uh well tv show the samurai jack style one. yeah yeah does the new clone wars because i haven't watched bad batch but apparently watching clone wars and then <laughs> watching rebels will really make you need to see the bad batch so yeah because uh, Clone Wars and Rebels uh, are the shows where you get attached to, like, the clones. And that's who the Bad Batch are. They're a couple of... They're a group of clones. Yeah. Oh, cool. I mean, I, I've seen enough of the Clone Wars new show to know that, yeah, Rex. But, uh... 
So yeah, that the reason I was bringing all this Star Wars stuff up is because I started playing Jedi Fallen Order, the PS5 native version, and mm-hmm. this game's really good. <laughs> this game, I know people were saying it's really good, and like everything that I'm going to say that's a positive about this game is like people have been saying it for years now. I just never had the urge to play it, but. Mm-hmm. Obi-Wan pushed me over the edge and I've been playing it every tonight's the first night that I haven't played it since I watched Obi-Wan how far have you gotten into it I am so technically you go back to the first planet I'm in chapter 3 and there aren't that many chapters so nice. I'm at a you know what's crazy what's up oh, this is slick unrelated but Earlier, Jalen was talking about being in Kaled, and all I could think about was Dathomir. <laughs> yeah. Dathomir. I, so I went to Dathomir, and I got the uh, double-ended lightsaber way before I was supposed to get it. And uh, yeah. I have the deluxe edition, so it came Double the pleasure. orange. Like nice. the gold hilt and the gold emitter. And st- like It's like a gold spiral thing emitter, and... I have the orange blade double-ended. Shit's fire. That's dope. Oh, yeah. I've grown attached to the lightsaber in that game. And BD-1. I know BD-1 is supposed... Like, you're supposed to get attached to BD-1 as a character, but... Yo, BD-1, that's my nigga. Yeah. (laughs) Toss me a stem, BD. That's how you know it's a good Star Wars thing. Every good Star Wars thing has a droid that makes you go, yeah. Yeah, yeah, you, you are the best one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Leia's droid and Obi-Wan. They're selling that droid as like a model, and I'm like, I can't, I can't even look at that. that droid Once is, you open those floodgates. Yeah, mm-hmm. once I fall down Tank the Star not. Wars collectible rabbit hole, I'll never. <laughs> Do you I mean, look, recover. look, I'll say this right now. The true thing every Star Wars fan needs at minimum, is a lightsaber. Yeah, I don't. Yeah. I couldn't find my. Lightsaber. I've been looking for it. Huh? What did you say, Madrid? No, I'm just laughing. At minimum, you need a, a yeah, fully functioning lightsaber. lightsaber. At minimum, one lightsaber. Fuck. Mm-hmm. I don't yep. know where my lightsaber yep. is. <laughs> for video viewers, Chris and Jalen are pulling their <laughs> actual lightsabers out and igniting them. Oh, you got yours from uh, Saber Forge, though, right? Yes. I want to nice. go to Galaxy's well, that's because Edge. I'm because I'm expensive. Galaxy's Edge is the one you, that you really want. The, those, <coughs> they have Cal's lightsaber. That's tight. I just really like Saber Forge. I, I've like gone on there and just like designed different lightsabers and racked up that bill that's like more expensive than building a pc sometimes well it's a couple hundred dollars at uh galaxy's edge but yeah i think that's like standard like i bought the mesa windows one and it was like 190 at think geek before it shut down in the mall (laughs) but uh galaxy's edge for those who don't know is the uh star wars part of disney world 
And so there's like a Millennium Falcon there that's like actually to scale and everybody's in character because it's Disney World. And so that's cool. you're literally in a Star Wars town building your own lightsaber. <laughs> that right there. That's the reason I... They used, they used to have like a... Because I think I went back in 2008 when they came out with this kit where you could build your own lightsaber and put your own like things and you can make it a double bladed lightsaber. It wasn't the best quality of lightsaber. It was like buying one of those plastic ones for 10 bucks, but they used to like, you would go to the Academy as like a Jedi Academy and they would let you like go through this whole thing and you build your lightsaber. And then eventually like, I think they still do it now where you fight Darth Vader or at the end of it or whatever, but and you get yeah, split open. Kind of, yeah. But then they were like, okay, we go, you get, 150 for this lightsaber and the experience. And I was like, my dad was like, no, we're not going to, you can build it, but you're not taking that home. <laughs> we'll just get you the kit from Walmart for 20 bucks. Yeah. I have like a $10 target Kylo Ren lightsaber that I wish I knew where it was at, but you know, <laughs> I at least have one in my possession. Yeah. Do motherfuckers went back in the day, those plastic ones, they could take a beating. Right. It's just if you didn't bend it like intentionally. Yeah. If you bent it intentionally, then that was on you. But there's a wiffle ball bats like just pop. Right. It had great aerodynamics. It's a bunch of teenagers <laughs> just trying to not beat each other with plastic. Me and Jalen in the fourth grade beating the shit out of each other. <laughs> yep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's kids. Yep. Mm hmm. They gave us a stick, we're going to swing. Right. They gave us lightsabers. The, yeah. And in your kid brain, yeah. you don't understand that these are crappy pieces of crap. But they were fucking really, lightsabers. You were either a Sith Lord. Crappy pieces of crap. Because we didn't manage, because we never actually managed to hurt each other with them. No. That's the thing about it. Because I know for a fact that we were swinging full strength on each other. Full strength in fourth grade is completely different than yeah, full, full strength, strength at no, 28. No, but that's my point, though. It's it, the toys did their job. They prevent a couple of fourth graders from killing each other. Right. right. They didn't have any sharp edges, you know. And then if it you was... tried to jab with it, it just telescoped back in. So. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so <laughs> while we're talking about things from our childhood that are coming back in a great way, Pokemon Scarlet and Violet, we got trailer number two. That's what it's called. It's like normally it's That's like. That's literally all it was. <laughs> they're like, all right. This is the second trailer. Right. <laughs> but they showed a lot. They showed the new professors. They showed the starters in game. They showed. Why the was one of the new professors a fuckboy? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> they started off Pride Month by informing a lot of people they were by. Just look at the look at their color scheme. Gave us a pair of yassified professors, <laughs> cave woman, and lean techno man. I'm really and so a big dragon. Oh, those legendaries! I think that was like. The whole thing sold me, like, with the multiplayer, like, 
and everything. Yeah. Like the trading was really cool, and it, actually, the, them utilize. I really want to know how they're going to utilize multiplayer more. Just seeing it it's being be in bad. world. <laughs> it's going to. I know it's be, Nintendo, it's so it's going to suck. It's it's going to be like, hey, look at him over there fighting that that creature. It's just two characters just kind of shaking See, off in the distance. I'm not sold on the multiplayer because I have yet to hear them bringing back double and triple battles. So, yeah. That's yeah. the thing about it. Now, if they said, uh, oh, Ooh. we have multiplayer and we brought back double battles. Okay, that'd be So, fun. for me, what it looks like, it looks cool. like Legends Arceus in the sense that, like, they had, like, the sneaking up on the Pokemon and the mm-hmm. stuff like that. So they may not have, like, double battles and stuff, but there's a lot of potential in an open world like that from playing Legends Arceus of having my friends running around doing shit in my world while I'm, you know. If they keep it, if they do the boss Pokemon like they did in Arceus, that would be really cool, too. It's going to be interesting because they showed, like, some... Like a hybrid between that and, like, like the Dynamax shit where it's it's a party of four. Finding yeah. a real strong Pokemon. Yeah, because the raid, the like raids in um, Dynamax raids in Sword and Shield are really fun. It just like they're gonna have the dailies, the trials, and this is the, the Sword and Shield team. So <laughs> they're gonna have dungeons in Pokemon. Yo, That's... dungeons, alliance raids. <laughs> mm-hmm. See, they that did like that with uh, the Dynamax raids were dungeons. Well, no, like the, the Arctic. They they kind of laid out the groundwork. Yeah, 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 the Crown Tundra. Yeah, but you like, I mean, base Sword and Shield, you can just go out and just fight Fight, some Dynamax together. But that was kind of like your little dungeon call. That the in base Sword and Shield, it was a fate, Mm -hmm. and then in the Crown Tundra, (laughs) it it became a dungeon. (laughs) Trying to get okay. I'm trying to get my raid on. Right, so. That's that's the cool thing. I feel like they're taking good pieces from Mm -hmm. like Sword and Shield and like Legends Arceus and kind of like some of those ideas and trying to implement those in something. Mm -hmm. Not saying that it's going to work because there's still a lot of their old Pokemon problems that are also going to carry over and Mm -hmm. may be exacerbated. Namely, some of the technological difficulties posed yeah, like, with these types of things. Like, it's very doable, but we're are they going to do it? Actually, uh, do so they we, care to do we're it? On, we're on Pokemon now, but you, before, you were in the Discord saying you had something, a point that you wanted to bring up about Pokemon, and here I am Ooh, reminding yeah. you. Chris, like, thank you. No All right, so this, this can... I guess this 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 kind of does tie into what we were just talking about with like the Crown Tundra mm-hmm. and then like DLC that they've been dropping for Legends Arceus. Like how what do they plan to do like going forward with trying to um like push third games or like um like an additional version of it? Are they gonna stick to the, the DLC model? Mm. Or are they gonna like so flush that out like how does that work like so much has been done with like the past like this last generation mm-hmm. or, like Since you know having accessibility started. things with getting your old like getting your old pokemon and shit like that 
what are, what, are, what are they going to do? Is Are we going to have the national decks? There's, there's so many questions. So the national decks, since they introduced Pokemon Home, it's had a national deck. It, it keeps track of all your shinies. It keeps track of like the different forms you have, the different forms you don't have. They have all that stuff already built into Home. Um, they're probably going to do with these. So starting from the third game thing, they're going to do a third game. It's just going to be a spinoff because as Legends Arceus would have just been like a throwaway spinoff. And if they had done that in any previous generation, but because they did the Diamond and Pearl remakes and then Legends Arceus is kind of like the third game because it takes place in Sinnoh back when it was the Hisui region. And so... Which I enjoy that model a little bit more because of because of their their ingenuity and what they were changing with Arceus and the things that they like did different, they're now adding into their next generation of Pokemon that make it different. Yeah, so they like tested it on this like yeah, they tested it out on this spinoff and now they're like, Oh, they our consumers really like this. Let's try to like expand upon that for our main like mainline game. Yeah. But so they did the DLC with Sword and Shield and that was kinda the thing the reason they're never going to stop doing two versions every time it's a mainline one is because if you I remember at, my main point too. Okay. <laughs> well, yeah. If you just look at the sales of Legends Arceus, did great. Legends Arceus did better than a single version of the two Pokemon skews. Like Legends Arceus did better than just Shining Pearl, you know, but Brilliant Diamond and Shining Pearl being bundled together and people buying the double pack and more people yeah. getting, like, the other version later on. Same thing happened with Let's Go Pikachu and Eevee. The two-version approach always sells, even if the third game or the whatever, the, like, Platinum, Emerald, Crystal, even, or Black and White 2, Ultra Sun, Ultra Moon, the dual this is a new generation it just sells entirely too well like we're getting to the point that the top 10 best selling switch games are like about to be ha half pokemon games yeah so i mean they're consistently putting out games and pokemon sells like crazy yeah i think my biggest problem with the two differentiating games is like the legendaries that's fine but when it comes down to, like, different Pokemon not being able to, like, base Pokemon not being able to, like, I have to pick between, uh, I have to pick between Growlithe or I have to pick between, uh, Vulpix. The Vulpix. That, like, I want to be, that option, I want that to be out there for me. I don't want to, like, well, shit, I really like so this lineup of Pokemon. Third game. <laughs> right, I really like this lineup of Pokemon, but damn, I really like a few Pokemon over here. Oh. I really want to be able to get both of, like, Did all you, of those Pokemon and then just say... You missed me and Jawan completing the National decks in Sword and Shield because we both had Sword and we were going out and trading people. I was in Discords. Like, that's part of the fun for these, like, the version-exclusive yeah. non-legendary Pokemon. There are people that it's like, hey, yeah. I got the other version. I it, add, it adds that layer of, like, having to trade. Because yeah. if, if we both had... Well, not if we both had Sword. If there was just... I don't know. People wouldn't be going out 
doing all you you could just grind in your own version essentially yeah i guess I do but maybe this is going to introduce like if i if i have scarlet you have was it crimson violet violet if we do multiplayer we could go between the different worlds i guess it's like all right i have this uh, mm. species of Pokemon here, you have to come here to catch it. That's and how vice they did versa. it with versions exclu- version exclusives in Sword and Shield. Uh, they had the... You could do the Dynamax raid for it in the other version mm. because... Right, but since you're just in the open world now, it's like... I see this little fucker right here. I see this... I see this... This Mareep. I'm about to oh, go catch it. That would be... Yeah, that's that's how they're going to do it, and that's just going to make it like that's one thing they've been really good about with Sword and Shield, BDSP to a lesser extent. Brilliant Diamond, Shining Pearl. Um, there's a lot of there's a lot of letters in there. I come from the Oras generation, you know, <laughs> or the Usum. <laughs> Uh, Oras is Omega Ruby Alpha Sapphire. Usum is Ultra Sun Ultra Moon. I thought you came from base. Yeah, I did come from. But I was like, when I started using the acronyms, was Oras and I was (laughs) RBG, GBA, yeah, I go with GBC, GBC. Remember when GameCube was G? That's when I really understood what I was doing. I was like, ah, I, I, I get it now. My brain, the gears are turning. Mm-hmm. But yeah, Brilliant but, Diamond and Shining Pearl did it to a lesser extent because that game just didn't have legs. They had already announced Legends Arceus. We knew it was a couple yeah, months out, and then it kind of felt like a throw. I mean, that's just a, that's just a tier. They were your Gen Four. Yeah, but that, yeah, yeah, like it was their, it was just their remake. Like they didn't really do anything great with Omega Ruby and Alpha Sapphire. Wait, what? No, that that, that <laughs> hold up. <laughs> the only thing they could have done better was bring the, back the Battle Frontier. That's the only yeah, that's the only thing they could have done better what, is bring like, back. The what Battle did Frontier. they do? I was about firing them bit up. Like, I'm gonna say right now, as soon. far as I'm, I didn't play because I didn't play uh, Ultra Sun and Moon. As far as I'm concerned, that's the last good Pokemon game. I mean, I didn't say it was a bad Pokemon game. I just said it just—it was just a remake. Like, Jalen, I with think some you extra would like stuff Sword and Shield. It. Sword and Shield tapped into that like part of my brain that made Pokemon fun again in a way. Like I was streaming Pokemon. I was using my Switch yeah. handheld. Sword, Sword and Shield was actually a really good time. Yeah, the story it was showed like, me the promise of like what's. Like what they could do with Pokemon going forward, um, it definitely had some missteps. Yeah, for sure, but every, it was solid. At least one game I every it. gen. Sword and Shield, like Gen Eight, was a solid generation. Hmm. I mean, yeah. So here's the was... question: What version is everyone getting? Because I know oh, I'm getting Scarlet. I'm getting Scarlet. There's a whole waifu. You get Violet. <laughs> Violet. I mean. That, oh, Violet. thank God. Thank God. Somebody need. We need to have at least one person with the other. I want Violet. Don't worry. That, like, that legendary just looks Chris is going to switch over to Scarlet later. I'm yeah. not. Yeah. I like that legendary way too much. 
Okay, so Bro, so we got the Harley Davidson and I we got no the Harley. Fucking, right, I can't do a runner five yeah, exactly. <laughs> I want that jet right I do, there. I do like it. I do like it. I saw the jet engines on the back, and I was like, "Bitch, that's I, I saw, already, so I already like, want that." The Scarlet, I like that one future looks shit. Really, yes. Cool. He does look really cool. Also, <laughs> Both those legendaries look yeah, cool as shit. This is these are good. They really do. Well, yeah, they. Are. These are better than Zacian and Zamazenta. I hope they don't have a power down form. All I need is for them to have a motorcycle form, or hover bike form, or what like whatever they do. <laughs> But I don't need See, them. Also, next most that's... important Pokemon has been introduced for this game, though. Lechonk. Lechonk. Can I? Yep. Do Can it. I just do say it. something? <laughs> do it, Chris. Do you want to put them between a bow bun? So, yeah. Lechonk is a play <laughs> on a food that is lechon in Spain that is literally a succulent pig that is roasted. A succulent pig, meaning it's still drinking mother's milk. Why do you that think is it's killed? It knows what it is. Right. It's killed between two and six weeks of its life and then roasted. So that's your play on La Chunk is just a fucking roasted pig. Is there a and it's baby for Wagyu? We named it after what we do to it. That I was just I saw that yeah, and everybody else human. was like, it's so mad cute. And I was like, that's fucked up. People just seem to like pigs. They do. Pigs. But also, no, but that's the thing about Pigs this. Pokemon so has a long cute. history of Pigs adding people eating Pokemon. Remember, Farfetch was hunted to near extinction because literally it came with seasoning. <laughs> it came with fixes. <laughs> hey, yo. This is popping. You know, you got, you got a Charmeleon sitting around. He would love to do that job. If you guys want to see one of the most unhinged YouTube videos I've ever seen in my entire life, Polygon. Oh, God, don't tell me it's that Unraveled video. Yeah, the Unraveled. First of all, Unraveled was an unhinged series. The right kind of unhinged. <laughs> right. But the final episode of Unraveled. When you much of something, you sound like a madman. Yeah. When, that's all it is. And that's all he did. That's all he just would learn entirely too much about too many video game things and just be completely unhinged about it. Like Kirby, the Kirby video, the Fire Emblem video, the Halo video, the Pokemon video, like all extremely unhinged shit. Like you don't, nobody needs that much video game knowledge, and you you got all the video game. Like when they were, when he was ranking all the Fire Kings. Emblem characters from every Fire Emblem, and then had to like break down Fire Emblem characters into subsets and just kind of like group. Yeah, it was unhinged. It <laughs> that is the ranking of kings, actually. Hmm. Yeah. There were definitely some king. I think king was a category in the Fire Emblem character. It doesn't, doesn't get more literal than that, you know? <laughs> <laughs> but I did have one more Pokemon point. Okay. Oh, yeah. I mean, this was pertaining to in game shit and DLC specifically. What are they going to do? Because people will have that sh- the game finished in like two days. And then be well on their way to like having a le- fully leveled out party and mm-hmm. shit like that. Like, how do you make that content interesting? Do you like they f- scale it, yeah, level they f- lock, they force you to play that Pokemon? Like, 
seafood. Hopefully, the online doesn't suck and it can foster a, hel- a healthy uh, online battle community. Yeah, yeah, they then, do so need to do that. They haven't updated the bat like the online community since Sword and Shield. So I, th- considering there have been, been three struggling. games since then, uh, the I think this is going to have some really like well because the multiplayer in Sword and Shield was really good. People like Ave who were being super competitive with it and thinking about that from the start of the game, they mm-hmm. like. The Sword and Shield online like competitive community for a really long time did really well. And so I think yeah. they're going to just go even harder with that because since then we've had stuff like Pokemon Unite. We've had more online focused Pokemon things. So, I mean, yeah. I don't to trust... answer. Oh, go ahead, Chris. To answer your question, I think. I mean, because all of us had an overleveled team uh, in Sword and Shield by the time you can go to uh, get your Sifu. It was just they added her Sifu. They added like other Pokemon to catch. And so that kind of led you into getting those Pokemon, which then led you like while you were going through the story of like getting your Sifu and then leveling it up and picking its uh, art style. Um, so you, that's kind of a way they did that. I thought you were Just saying like, Sifu because you were thinking about the game Sifu, and then I remember that Pokemon's name said, was Sifu. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it was Cubfu like, and Urshifu. Oh, Urshifu. Cubfu. His name wasn't Sifu. Yeah. Okay. Oh. Cubfu. Okay. That's, I was like, I was oh thinking of God, I was thinking you? of it, and I said Sifu earlier. And they also wait, no. <laughs> we were barreling no, down this road and like all of us are just like I think they but what they do need to do is keep things interesting when it comes to the DLC because when the Frozen Tundra mm-hmm. came out, I got to the point to where I could do those raids and I did I went no further. I didn't yeah. care about doing the rest of the content. I didn't even get the DLC. I was like, yeah, I'm gonna go I'm gonna fuck around and get it. I never fucked around and got it because yeah. I stopped playing Pokemon. It'll probably be free in the near future. Considering yeah. the, the, with the expansion pass. PlayStation, well, not the PlayStation, the, <laughs> the, the expansion. Yeah, pass thing. and then <laughs> Switch Online expansion pass because they've been doing that to like promote. And so the best way to promote for Scarlet and Violet is add the Sword and Shield DLC packs to that. Hey, don't you want to go and fill out your Pokédex a little bit before you boot up this next game? See, they're going to play around with me, and they're going to make me actually go complete the Crown Tundra decks for no reason. When they make it free, I'll fuck around and play it. I'll try it out at least. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah, I'll get my cup too. The Isle of Armor. So that's the thing. This was really. You can now like looking separate? at Scarlet and Violet. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it was part one and part two, but you could yeah. only buy it as the expansion pass. Part one is the Isle of Armor, which is the mm-hmm. Cub and Urshifu stuff. Mm-hmm. And they mm-hmm. expanded the Pokedex by like 100 more Pokemon. Mm-hmm. Or like probably like 50. <laughs> it wasn't that bad, but. Yeah, cool. it was a. They added stuff like Lycan Rock, and they added yeah. some pretty cool, solid Pokemon with the Isle of Armor. Yeah. And then they did the Crown Tundra. <laughs> yeah, solid. Yeah. And the Crown Tundra had the Lycan Rock. Lycan Rock. Damn it. 
Oh, Solid. I came up with the episode title. Built <laughs> like and rock tough. Mm. Like new <laughs> Ford F-150. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, this is actually looking to be the first Pokemon game I buy in since the third the third gen remake. Yeesh. You've been missing out. <laughs> I mean, aside from Sword and Shield and then I had fun with Let's uh, Go Pikachu. I had fun with Sword. I had fun with not as much fun with Brilliant Diamond Shining Pearl, but I had a lot of fun with Legends Arceus. I did have fun with Brilliant Diamond Shining Pearl just because that was the first time I played that generation anyway. So I was oh. like, this is cool. Yeah. I played Gen I played that Gen once all the way through, and I was like, huh, that was fun. I played yeah. it twice all the way through. Never touched I, it again. I completed the Pokedex and Diamond, and then I played Platinum right behind that. So. Yeah. This would be my yeah. third time going through that generation without any of the improvements that Platinum added. Didn't they make it to where you can get all the legendaries in uh, Brilliant Diamond, Shining Pearl? I don't think Not so. I know jazz. in Legends Arceus you can get all three. Mm. You can get all of them, all of them. You can get Cresselia, Giratina, Manaphy... Like all of the Gen Four legendaries and mythicals and all that—that's cool. You can get in legends. So, do y'all think we're ever going to get voice acting? No. <laughs> At this point, I in need a Pokemon it. Game? It's gonna, That's like the it's, fucking bare minimum. It's going to be Jesus. detrimental to this game. Well, uh, there's another part of this I want to talk about. So, Juichi Musuda like the father of Pokemon is leaving Game Freak to become a creative fellow at the Pokemon company and what chief creative fellow. And for people who haven't like the first time I heard about somebody getting promoted to a creative fellow, it was so hilarious to me, but I mean, it was Miyamoto. <laughs> it was uh Iwata and Miyamoto got promoted mm -hmm. within Nintendo from like, producers or directors or whatever to creative fellows and i like to me hey there was, buddy you're a creative fellow. <laughs> we want you to go up there and just be creative <laughs> knock it out of the park i think it's no idea for us to ignore that's why we're getting the mario movie and we have mario theme parks and stuff like that yeah, i mean because <laughs> miyamoto they're, they're like hey. set them free give them no structure just like hey man go up there and just do the Mario Cream Park kind of looks fun. Yeah, the, oh, the Universal Mario shit, that shit look. Yeah. That is honestly above the Star Wars Disney stuff for me. I'd rather that go shit, to the Mario that shit's gonna Park go crazy. than the Star Wars. Because I know, I know the Mario Karts are going to go insane. Oh, you haven't seen? I've been watching videos of like people yeah, going watched, to the one. I've watched somebody like walk through the whole about thing. It. Yeah, the Mario Kart's a part of it. Yeah, Mario. That's apparently it, it. Apparently, it's fun. Yeah, I. The it more goes hard. I see, I, and there's one coming to Florida. We're not going to get the Donkey Kong expansion, but uh, Disney World in Florida is Disney getting World no comment. 
is getting Mario? Yeah. Oh no, not Universal in Florida. Oh, I could because it's could part of that. USJ, Universal Studios Japan. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, yeah, Universal in Florida is not Disney. Disney got Galaxy's Edge already. So, yeah, damn it. Have they built like a Marvel thing yet? Oh uh, yeah, the Avengers Campus. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It doesn't sense. seem like Star Wars is a lot better of like a world building thing. Avengers yeah. is just like these specific people, you know. Like yeah, yeah. It, it, it's pretty much. I mean, like if they really wanted to, do okay, we, the, day the city's day. fucked up. They should just build out. They should build nowhere. Yeah, they're not going to do that. <laughs> they should. Oh, from Guardians? That would be crazy. There are so many, like, worlds and dimensions and stuff that they realistically could do because they have the budget to that they're just not going to. The fact that even Galaxy's Edge is just, like, a basic cantina. I thought you were about to say Evangelion. I was like, what the fuck? There's, that, there's an Evangelion thing? <laughs> Yo, that, they're I mean, definitely Disney is depressing. Disney doesn't own Evangelion. I could see that they coming don't. to USJ <laughs> before Disney. They USJ, don't own Evangelion, I could but... see a Monster Hunter theme park happening at USJ because every Monster Hunter game has had a collaboration with Universal Studios Japan. I don't want to get into that super hard, but like, what would you think that would really be like? I, would you it just could like just be a giant Nergigante just statue <laughs> and like nothing else? It could be literally the fucking outside the Atlanta, a life size any of the well. Let me no Jeratotus, no Levisioth, <laughs> no Plissioth, like none of the monsters I vehemently who's the, hate. Who's the spider? Who's the spider giant? Nursilla. I'd even I'd take Nur. Oh no, we Roger can't just have, we can't just have one of those. Yeah, I that Nursilla, Arachnikadaki. Yeah, Nursilla and Arachnikadaki wouldn't sell. Like they wouldn't put Lodroth. They wouldn't put um. Yeah, nobody gonna recognize that. I'd definitely take like a life size Teostra. Shit would be cool. Magnamalo? Hmm. Velcana? I would watch just on a video wall. I would take a Velcana just like flying around, stabbing shit with his tail. Velcana's cool. See, my yeah, thing about is gonna actually sell you an oversized sword. That's the oversized weapon that's the real question i'm not even like the biggest that long sword i would go there to buy a fucking sword i better pull that shit and you just better keep going (laughs) right like way longer than your like arms arm span communist sword like that was the thing in the sheath it was just a regular katana coming out of the sheath (laughs) it's an infinite loop Right. Okay, so yeah. While we're on even more childhood nostalgia stuff, uh, this month's IGN first is Sonic Frontiers. 
I had there. Okay, I got to get all the jokes out the way. This looks like a Sonic Unreal Engine tech demo fan made game thing. This looks like yes. it was made in dreams. Yeah. This looks like Deontay from the Rusty Rupees plus infinite free time. This looks like <laughs> dog. At least we know the soundtrack will slap. Right. We didn't hear any Crush 40 in the trailer that we got, mm-hmm. but. Why are there rails everywhere? Okay, okay, wait, wait. It was, I, I'd like to say something on that. Like, let's be a hundred here. The Crush Forty uh, era is over, and it's okay. And it's okay. Is it? It did have yeah. its good time. Didn't they have? So if, the, if that was in this game, would it not make sense? Yeah, I could have sworn Crush Forty was still doing music up until the last 3D Sonic game, which was Sonic Forces, like five years saying. ago. No, that's that's literally what I'm saying. It's like, no, no, I, no. It was. I don't think they did. They didn't do any music for Sonic Boom because everyone seems to forget that existed. Right. I and then blocked after, Sonic Boom was, out of my mind actively. Yeah, because it was like you had Sonic. Before Sonic Forces was Sonic Generations, and and of course Sonic Generations. Well, there was colors. They took the best stages. I mean, as long as it has good music, that is the one thing I like. Is everybody going to play this game? Are we just all like? Sonic? I'm shitting no. on it, but I'm gonna play I'm, this game. I might, I might play it. I don't know. Forty did not do. Music I don't think Sonic. I liked. I don't think I liked the, except for like the Dreamcast 3D Sonic games. I don't think I really liked the 3D Sonic game, except for Shadows. But that's because I could jump in the air and shoot people with guns. Well, look, the 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 era of the the true the golden age of the 3D Sonic games was literally Sonic Adventure. Mm-hmm. Up until Shadow the Hedgehog. Yep. I mean, I won't argue. Honestly, with Mania was like the really the last good Sonic game to me, and that's my opinion. Well, Mania was the second Sonic, to uh, last. Mania was the second to last most recent Sonic game. Yeah. It was See, Mania, I mean, and then Forces like a month. Later. Oh yeah, 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 yeah that's had. true. There was a handheld renaissance with, like, Sonic Advance all the way oh, up. Oh, like, those were good Sonic on the Game Boy Advance. I mean, Sonic, uh, Sonic Rush. So, wait. Mm-hmm. Are y'all going to play that Sonic 1, 2, 3 CD Knuckles collection yes. thing that's coming out? Okay. I think it comes out next month, and you only get everything if you pre-order the Digital Deluxe Edition. So, start making plans yeah. to do that. What? Yeah. it's We went over it on the podcast, but they have, like, a whole chart. And the only way to get everything on the chart is to pre-order the Digital Deluxe Edition. And there's stuff that's on the chart that if you don't pre-order, you're definitely going to want. And they're probably going to sell you for more than it's worth. And Yeah. So, or they just won't release it at all and you'll be fucked and you'll... Honestly, they just re- need to re-release Actually, Sonic Mega Collection. Take, uh some of the old versions of... The Sonic games, the old versions of those Sonic games off Steam. I mean, they're still in my what do you library. Mean? And play, I like... bought like that bundle during the, there was like a Super Sega sale. And I didn't realize I have Sonic uh, 4 Episode 1 and 2 on Steam. Yeah, they took the, 
they took the OG Sonic game. They took the Sonic games that are in that collection off of Steam. You can no longer buy them on Steam. Could have sworn like there was a PS2, maybe GameCube, where it was like Sonic Mega Collection. Yeah, and you got to play all yeah. the Sonic games, and in that, if you beat all the, if you beat the Sonic game, you got to play as any character from the Sonic series. Well, yeah, that's. So that's this has already technically been done. Yeah, it's been done. Well, this has been done every generation. Yeah, it's been done like every generation since the game. Came. Why don't they just re-release that? Because what they're they really doing need it to better. Do is drop the advanced games. Give us an advanced that's, collection. Yeah, Those that's advanced something games. they haven't done. They like, should have, do that too. Like, we don't and have Konami's to do at least games, the, the rush games. I will give Konami its props with the fact that we got the Castlevania Advanced Collection. Which, like, some of the best Castlevania games, fight me. <laughs> the Castlevania Advanced Collection is a thing that is out that lets you go back and play the Castlevania Advanced and DS games and just play those on modern systems. That's, like, and they did it before Sonic. And Sonic, the Game Boy Advance and DS games, were heat. Mm-hmm. They were. So at least Konami is doing better than Sega in that one respect. Like they gave us that. Uh, actually, the DS ones are not on there. Are I not thought, in the advanced collector. Well, no. they might have a DS collector. It's, it's just the uh, three advanced games: Circle of the Moon, Harmony of Dissidence, and Aria of Sorrow. Those are three of the best Castlevania games. Right, <laughs> right. I'm not. Those are good Castlevania, but they do not have Portrait of Ruin. Mm-hmm. Wait, I thought uh, Dawn of Sorrow was... Was it Dawn of Sorrow and Portrait of Ruin that were DS? I think so. Because that that was, like, in the early era of DS games where, like, the subtitle, like, would be DS. So Ninja Gaiden, Dragon Sword, uh, Castlevania, Dawn of Sorrow. So that would be... Yep, Dawn of Sorrow, Portrait of Ruin... A whole era. Those are the DS ones. That was a whole era. Mm-hmm. <sighs> but yeah, um, couple of short things I wanted to oh, shout out. I can't forget about uh, Order of Ecclesia. That one. I think we're gonna get a collection of those because they've done the Castlevania collection, which was like one, two, like. They did a bunch of Castlevania games in one collection, and then they did the advanced games in another collection. And, I mean, Capcom's been pretty good about that with the Mega Man games because we got the X collection. We yep. got the ZX Advent collection. The only now thing we, we have... Need Battle Network. We need Battle we Network need... and Legends. Yes. And, and Star Wars. We'll get that announcement this summer. And Star Force. Star, Star Force can wait, in my opinion. I need Legends and Battle Network sooner than I need Star Force. Star Battle Force Network, was that like a. That was a Game Boy Advance, like top yeah. down, isometric, uh, yes. turn based strategy with like. That, that, was, an, that was an interesting. Yeah, those I were would, good. Those were I good wanted a games. Legend Three, so damn bad. Legend Three, Chris, is never. I wanted them just so bad. It's gonna happen. Yeah. No, it's not. No, it's not. Literally, Capcom came out and said Legend Three is never happening. 
Well, see, also Capcom said that if Resident Evil 4 came out on any system other than the GameCube, what, the creator would chop his own head off with a chainsaw? Isn't that what... <laughs> isn't that what that's Capcom what they, said? That's what they've yeah, been working on. Stay woke. Stay woke. <laughs> it's going to be on next-gen hardware. They're like, yeah, we've been cooking this bad boy up. Is it on my phone yet? Probably. I, I, I No, I don't think so. I feel like I would know because they do 4, 5, and 6, and I'd know if I could play Resident Evil 5 on my phone. So yeah, I don't that would be think, a good-ass time. <laughs> yeah, I, I feel like that's something I would know about <laughs> if it happened. And considering the fact that I don't, like, that's not a... I, the fact that I don't have Resident Evil 5 installed on my phone right now for no goddamn reason <laughs> says that 4 is probably not on phones yet. <laughs> uh, knockout City's going free to play, so. Oh, fuck yeah. And Hell it yeah. still has let's the full cross-play cross-progression. Wait, Resident Evil 4 does have a mobile port. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. <laughs> I'm glad we got Jalen and like in the chair, just like, all right, let's let's Google these shits. But yeah, Knockout right. City finally free from the clutches of EA. It's completely free to play, cross play, cross platform. If you bought the game, I think there's some new stuff you get for free. So, and I mean, it was free on PlayStation Plus. Resident Evil games. Wait, what happened? Chris is on the Resident Evil games App Store phone. just typing Resident Evil. I don't think that 4 one was correct. No, it's not. There's a Resident Evil portal. There's, that's about the only thing. Resident Evil 4 is Wait, not Wait, no, on. it exists. Resident Evil 4 Mobile Edition. Where? Oh, it's probably... It was probably like a 32-bit game. And when iOS dropped 32-bit support... It killed, like, there were games that I had in my library, like, or that I have in my iTunes account that I just can't install on the phone because they're 32-bit apps. And They, they dropped 32-bit? Yeah, like, <laughs> with the iPhone 7. Like, it, this is a long time ago. Oh. Yeah, and this was, like, iOS 3.0. Yeah, oh. so a lot of apps just died with that. And unless the developer has gone back in and updated them for 64-bit support, which a lot of games did not do. No. I have games on my phone that just, like, I have Fortnite on my phone. I have Flappy Bird on my phone. And just, I can't open those apps because they will not run. Huh. Which is crazy because Fortnite could be 64-bit. Well, no, oh, Fortnite's th- not there because of the Epic versus Apple lawsuits. And oh, stuff. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I totally right. forgot that happened. Yeah, Fortnite was like, came out after the 64 bit drop. Yeah. Or the 32 bit drop. 2017. Yeah. Five years ago. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> That's why I'm like, yeah, it's been a long ass time, Chris. Um,. The other thing I wanted to shout out, uh, PlayStation Plus games for June have been shown off. Uh, God of War is just free for everybody again. Like, they've given this game away for free as, like, a 
days of play thing. They've given this game away for free as part of the PlayStation Plus collection on PlayStation 5. And now, like, you have no excuse not to have God of War. Like, I bought it full price day one digitally. So that version has just, it's just in my library perpetually. And that was one game I actually beat within the time frame of it coming out. Like, I sat down, I didn't platinum it. Not, I'm not a madman, but I did beat it. Um, That's all that matters. One of the few games that actually got like consistently beaten by by multiple multiples of us that year. Yeah, (laughs) well, that year was just good because that was Spider Man year. Spider Man. (laughs) Um, but the other two games are Nickelodeon All Star. This, why is this game screwing with my mouth functions right now? Nickelodeon All-Star Brawl. And we're getting a PS4 and PS5 version, so they're yeah, really trying that. to when compete. Yeah, I was going to say, when does the other one come out? Multiverses? I've played Multiverses. Yeah. I got into the closed alpha and like played Multiverses. They didn't with... send me a code. The... All right. There's a way you can invite people if you were in it long enough because I like I signed up for a code after last week's podcast, didn't get a code for a few days, and then the day before the beta end or the closed alpha ended, I was gi- gifted a code by um by Darren. Like there was a way he was able to go into his account and invite friends, and so Darren gave me a code. I downloaded it on PS5, and it's still installed on my PS5. It's just servers are down, so. Yeah. But yeah, uh well, until, I'll fuck with it. Because it's uh July is the net is when the open beta for multiverses happens, so I'll I'll play some Nickelodeon All Star Brawl. Like I'm not against it. Yeah, I was gonna buy that game at some do a point. Video. Uh and we're also mm-hmm. getting Naruto to Baruto Shinobi Strikers, which I'm I'm not gonna lie, I'm actually gonna go play this. Fuck. I said, if when they make it free on PlayStation, I will go play it. And damn it, they go. did it. So I'm gonna go play this shit. I'm gonna buy any type of DLC. I, I'm gonna claim it and download it at the very least. How long it stays on my system? I mean, I have My Hero One's Justice One and Two on my installed on my PlayStation. So I'll be able to convince you to play. It won't be that hard. <laughs> Keeping it real. <laughs> It'll be Chris installed Jaylen? and free. I mean, it's free, so I, I'll download it. Did I'm you definitely download FIFA I'm... last week, Jalen? Say what? Did you download FIFA last week? No. You should download FIFA, like, ASAP. It's on in your... my library. I just didn't download oh, it. Oh, okay. I'm hey, here yeah. for this Nickelodeon All-Star Brawl. Yeah, okay. We can do a stream. Yeah. We haven't done a like group stream in a minute, so Mm-mm. Nickelodeon All Star Brawl it is. And if there's another closed alpha before July and I can get you guys codes to multiverses, I'll try and get you guys into multiverses because it was a lot of fun. Like the b- the battle pass is kind of egregious and the fact that you can't party up outside of if you party up, you basically put yourself into matchmaking. There's no way to just That's... chill in the lobby with your friends. 
but and that's weird yeah all the characters have like individual battle passes for themselves and there's the overall season battle it's i mean as a free to play like I see why they're doing what they do, and they do give you enough premium currency. Like, I was able... I Did I buy Batman? I think I bought Batman with the premium currency I was able to get in, like, one day of playtime. And just... Cool. So... That does sound pretty egregious, though, no cap. Oh, yeah. No, there, are, there are options to spend... Even though you can't spend money in the alpha, you see... Everywhere where there's basically a buy now button. Damn. So. Not surprised. Yeah. Not so, like, it's a Warner free-to-play, like. I mean, Warner has always been egregious with its uh, monetization of games. Let's not pretend this is anything new. It's not. Oh, definitely not. Because I got the, like, Batman Arkham Knight, like, deluxe edition on Super Sale a while back. And the amount of Batman costumes and Batmobile skins that were, at one point in time, like, $5 a piece. Shit's crazy. Um, The last thing that I wanted to shout out before we get into our last major story is Replace Got Delayed. Um, that was the game from E3 last year that all of us were like, yo, this shit looks sick. It looked like cyberpunk Castlevania 2D. It had like that HD 2D look, but in like Mm a, what was it called? Replaced. That game looks fucking sick. 2D like cyberpunk looking game. Yeah. Where you're like a vampire hunter. Yes, or something like that. It, it there, it checked a lot of the boxes. I saw that game, and that was one of those instant like, good shit on you, Xbox, for showing me a game that looks fucking sick. Mm-hmm. Okay, this one looks kind of familiar. You are an artificial yeah. intelligence trapped in a human body against its own will. Yes. Also, thanks. With that same. That's the suck. While we're talking about this, I have to recommend again. I don't care if I have to do this every week. Play Citizen Sleeper. It is on Game Pass. It's good. Like, it has the same cyberpunk feel, but instead of being in, like, a city or the woods, you're on a station in space. It's really good. Right now I'm filling my sci-fi void with Star Wars. (laughs) Okay, okay. Um... But yeah, Replace got delayed. Uh, Obviously, they're impacted by the war in Ukraine. Um, It's a game I'm really looking forward to, and I'm going to support the developer day one by buying it. If Mm -hmm. there's like a collector's edition or a physical edition or whatever, like Replace looks 100% up my alley. And like, this is a situation where it's like, there's literally a war going on. outside your development studio like you don't need i will wait like i wasn't expecting to replace uh 2022 anyway i know they said that but like these indie games the longer they take the better they are Mm -hmm. i mean honestly any game the longer it takes the better it is in most cases not cyberpunk 2077 
Because we waited a really long time for that game, and then that game came out and was what it was. Still somehow not ready. It's getting better. It's getting better, but it's it's never going to be what I wanted when they announced it, like, before Witcher 3 came out. Like that when game, they dropped that original trailer. Yeah, the original original trailer. It's never going to be that game that I was picturing back then, but like No Man's Sky. But also the thing I was thinking No Man's about Sky is, is better than the, the game fact. they promised at now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think we're also going to have to start accepting the fact that like if we want AAA games with the quality like that we want, they're going to have to take they're going to take longer. Mm-hmm. Like, if we really don't want things like crunch and like crunch uh, and other terrible working conditions, like things are gonna have to take longer, and things aren't gonna be as like. That's why I'm happy to see Unreal. That's why the tools getting improved are so important because it's like, yeah, if you make it faster and easier to make high fidelity stuff, that means we can eliminate more crunch. We can spend more time polishing and refining. We'll treat right. the workers right. Right. And then on top of that, that makes it easier for other creators to go in and create it outside of, you know, these big studios, mm-hmm. which gives them more time because more people can crank out games of, you know, varying degrees of quality and entertainment, which could all be, a, which would make for a more interesting gaming experience yeah, exactly. while we wait on these huge mega games that are have tons of funding and, time that they're able to put into it and just like really give us a polished piece right that but then also let's be 100 here that that trip that space that we're waiting on to drop a game if you weren't like most of them are crap or generic yeah like every ubisoft like for example like that's one reason why i'm not that hyped for sonic it's like oh now you want to jump into the oversaturated open world market with the game like it's i don't know but you're sonic and you got grinding rails right that was its problem its main movement was grinding rails all right you're sonic you don't you don't need a grappling hook you just need rails to grind on and little bouncy pads grinding (laughs) it was just like damn man like sonic runs he does things. Right? That was the thing. The running in between the, like, points of interest didn't seem fun. And it felt like the points of interest were way too smushed together. Yeah. Like... For an open world game. Yeah. If you're trying to... Even because I been I play a little bit of Far Cry 6 because Anton and I are still working on Anton and Anton versus Anton in Far Cry 6. Even though he has a John Carlo Esposito's Anton has an accent over the O, which is weird, throws me off every time I see it in the subtitles because they pronounce it like I like both Ant like Radic Anton and I pronounce it. Um, but it just has an accent over the O. But that's one thing there's you get to enjoy the traversal in that open world game, like, there's hella shit to do, and there's stuff like kind of all over the place but at least there's time for you to in between things find things enjoy things like 
everything looked like a small mini game, just like in a fish tank. Honestly, like. Mm-hmm. And then there was like one point where he's grinding around and looks out and sees at least four different grind rails for different things off in the distance. And I'm like, that's not appealing because they're right there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 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 Like, I don't know. All right. I'm not. And that goes back to my entire point. It's like, I'm not impressed with the AAA space. Okay, so while we're talking about AAA, uh, Sony had its investor day for fiscal year 2022. Um, and there was a lot of really interesting information that came out of this that kind of... So the first thing, Returnal's coming to PC. Returnal, there's a Steam page that's uh, talking about a roguelike game that features an endless mode called the Tower of Sisyphus and... <laughs> There's just a bunch of shit that's describing Returnal to a T that has shown up in Steam's back end. And, and that was one of the games that was in the NVIDIA GeForce leak a while back was Returnal coming to PC. And it looks like that's happening. It hasn't been wrong. <laughs> yeah, it hasn't. Right. right. Well, there are some games that are on there that were in development that got canceled. Like, I don't think Titanfall 3 being on that list means absolutely anything. I don't think uh, Mortal Kombat 13 <laughs> means anything right now. I don't even think the next Mortal Kombat is going to be called Mortal Kombat 13. But there were a lot of things that were on that list that we've seen happen. Like Final Fantasy 7 coming out on PC. Or Final Fantasy VII Remake coming out on PC was on that. Uh, it looks like that Bioshock RTX remaster is going to happen soon. So you can play Bioshock with ray tracing, which actually sounds fucking rad. Yeah, but, speaking uh, of Bioshock, the, the remaster is free on the Epic Store right now as of recording. Yeah, oh, shit. I'm surprised you don't have that somewhere, because I have it on my PS. I have the collection remastered on my PS5 because they gave that away for free a while ago. Oh, did they? Oh, I do have that on the PS5. I also want it on PC. Yeah. Hopefully, it's a free upgrade to the RTX remaster. Mm. Because that'd be sick. Like I need. That would be sick. I would totally take Bioshock Infinite. With like actual ray tracing. But um, so they have a slide. They kind of, it's an investor meeting. They have slides, but there are two that I have here that show kind of the change in PlayStation's direction. So in fiscal year 2019, they had PS4 as 90% of their revenue and PC as 10%. And then fiscal year 2022, they have PS4, PS5 at about 40%, and then another 30% is coming from PS4 and PS5, and PC is doing about 10%, and then about another 5 to 10% is mobile because they've put out the Wipeout mobile game and they've done a couple things in the mobile market. What they're talking about is by 2025 having PS5 be up to 
60% and then getting about 30% from PC and then about 20% from mobile, which means they're going to be investing a lot more into mobile and PC games. And I mean, that makes a lot of sense where fiscal year 2020, they made... $35 $35 million on PC releases. Fiscal year 2021, they made $80 million, And then they're expecting for fiscal year 2022 to make $300 million because Horizon Zero Dawn has sold uh, $2,038,000. Wait, 398,000 copies on PC. Days Gone has sold 852,000 copies on PC. And God of War on PC that only came out in January of this year. Like, Horizon happened in 2020. Days Gone happened in 2021. God of War happened January 2022. And it's already sold 971,000 copies on PC. So, and I mean, they have the Legacy of Thieves collection coming up that they've already announced. They So, there's going to be Uncharted. They have um, Returnal coming. I can't wait to mouse and keyboard Returnal. I'm just saying that right now. I just cannot wait to mouse and keyboard Returnal. As somebody who doesn't even, like, I'm incompetent at shooters with mouse and keyboard. Like, I think Mm -hmm. what I've played of that game... like technically, but like the controller does really cool shit with the PS5 version. Yeah, and it I mean, does. we're getting to the point that controller with PS5 is like there's a solid argument of playing Final Fantasy 14 on a controller where there wasn't before. Like just because a controller controller does so much cool shit, and I mean, yeah, the DualSense Windows drivers are out, so. Oh, so you can use your... Yeah, you've been able to do it, but, like, it's gotten more complex. Like, not a lot of games have it where you can use the haptics and stuff in the controller, but it's getting there. And by the time, because Horizon Horizon Zero Dawn didn't have any of that, Days Gone didn't have any of that, God of War didn't have any of that, but by the time Returnal drops on PC... Returnal had all that shit. And then yeah. Sackboy A Big Adventure, which is another one that was on the NVIDIA GeForce leak that I've still been meaning to play on PlayStation. That is another one that has been leaked mm-hmm. through that. So for me, that's really interesting. Um, they've actually upped to their live service franchise projection to 12 because previously was 10 so it seems like they're adding two to that um it's really interesting the direction playstation is going in i don't think it's the best direction like as somebody who's been a long time playstation fan and like i like playstation better when it was a japanese company now that it's an american company and they're trying like they can't compete in the same way and as Xbox can because of like 
a trillion and one factors that we've talked about, like on the podcast of like things. Microsoft's well, money but and here's the thing about it though is here's the thing about it though is uh, when it comes to like PlayStation exponential growth and the consistency, it's gonna be on console sales. I mean, not console sales. It's gonna be on game sales that are gonna prop things up, as, right. especially as the uh, amount of consoles finally levels out. As in, you know. Everybody who wants a PlayStation has a PlayStation. And I mean, we are so, slowly getting there. It is like right. nobody's reporting on it, but. Right. And then also, this allows Sony to do the one thing Sony has never been able to actually do consistently, which is sell you the same game twice. Because that's the thing about it is there's a lot of money in selling people the same game twice. Mm-hmm. Part of me feels like we're going to get to a point where PlayStation is going to it's probably going to be through Epic Games, but I see them having a way for you to bring your PlayStation library over to PC in a way. It's not going to be like super, but like I think it's going to be more on parity with Xbox because they keep investing money in Epic. And so think about it where if you log in, because Steam did this exact thing during the PS3 generation, where if you bought, Certain games on PlayStation, they would come with a Steam code, and then your my Steam login to this day is my Steam login that was made off of Portal Two, that <laughs> because I got a free copy of Portal Two on PC with my copy of Portal Two on PS3, so and the way that like Sony exclusives and like games that are it'll be like coming to PS5 and Epic Game Store and then later to other stuff. So I don't I see I see it kind of like that but instead of it it's but it won't be, be on, on console s- first. It's going to be on console first. Yeah. Then you're going to have to wait another 6 months. Then if you want it immediately on PC, you'll have to get it through Epic Store. And then that's probably what I another year or two after that. Or they could do what Xbox does, where if you go through the Microsoft like game store and you bought it like Gears 5. You bought Gears 5 on your Xbox. It's on your account. You bought it digitally. You can play it on Windows through the Steam or through the Microsoft store. But if you want the Steam version, you have to pay full price for it. Or, because since the fact that things are going digital is more about whether you have the license on your account. So we could get to the point but where even it with Xbox, actually matter where you buy your games. Yeah, and so that's what I think that Microsoft's gone down that route with Xbox and their Xbox app and the Microsoft Store and that version of things. I think PlayStation's going to follow... Themselves. Yeah, it's all the same thing. It's literally the same store. But PlayStation's invested in, but that's not Steam. That's what I'm saying. Steam's going to be the middle ground where you can get everything, but you're going to have to pay for it. On the Microsoft end, you're getting Xbox games, and I think on the Epic end, you're going to get PlayStation games. And if you want them on Steam, which a lot of people will, because that like Microsoft games still like their first party output sells on steam like i play halo on my pc on steam so those games actually do legitimately sell even though you could just have game pass and have those games 
Like there are people and who it also aren't. Be hundred here. We still got a large amount of the of, of your game audience who still prefer Steam over the Epic Store. Yeah, mm-hmm. and th- that's going to continue to be a thing, and that's completely fine. I just think that we're going to get to a point that we're well, going to get a... to straighten your argument. It's like it's one of those things where it's like co- the, these companies, what they're trying to do now is to uncarve their audience. Because that's the thing about it is that the walled console market isn't as effective as it used to be. So now they're kind of starting to allow with PC being that middle ground. Right. But I don't. So the argument I'm making is that and just let's take the Epic Game Store kind of like out. Let's just say there's a PlayStation PC app. There are going to be people like me who have these games on PlayStation who might want to dabble with them on PC, and then I can do it that direction. But PlayStation's still interested in selling you a console. So if you get it, if you are a PC only player and you get it through the PlayStation app, it'll work on your PlayStation. But there'll also be a Steam version that is available. That it will be full price for people who don't want to use the PlayStation app. Like people don't want to use the Epic Game Store. And so that'll be the middle ground of like you are Steam only. You want these games. Because you can have like you can have God of War, Halo, Hellblade, Forza. And Horizon. On the and same, Horizon on the same all in the right same. Now. Right. So All in the same box but not everybody who's going to be doing, not everybody who plays Halo on PC is playing through Game Pass. A lot of people are playing through Steam just because, like my copy of the Master Chief Collection. I only have one copy of the Master Chief Collection. It is, I bought it on Steam. I don't feel like dealing with the Xbox app, especially because it's constantly trying to get me to get Game Pass, and I know that I don't want Game Pass right now. So... That's that's the direction I see things going in, where people like you who probably wouldn't want to use the PlayStation launcher or the Epic Game Store or anything like that on PC but would prefer Steam, they can sell you that game on Steam or they could sell you it on the PlayStation launcher or it could be part of PlayStation Plus uh, Premium because... Games like Returnal and like the Uncharted Collection and stuff like that is already on the service that people are paying monthly for. Like, having that accessible to them on PC is just an added perk to keep people in their subscription service, which is straight up a page out of Microsoft's book. And so that's the direction I see it going in. They're still going to sell their games on Steam. They're still going to make a shitload of money doing that because there are people who only want to play on steam and like people with steam decks like it doesn't make sense for you to branch out of the steam ecosystem as much on a steam deck because this things in the steam ecosystem work super well on a steam deck so you'll buy your god of war and you'll buy your halo on steam but there's an xbox app that lets you get xbox games through game pass there's a playstation app that lets you get playstation games through playstation plus that's kind of the road I see them going down because that's that's free advertising. 
Especially with the Discord integration. It's going to be a long trek to that, though. Well, they're saying by 2025, and I mean... They're they're making a lot of moves to position. Well, I'm saying like the the I'm, I'm saying like we're gonna see more of their PS4 back catalog on PC by 2025. But I'm but Returnal like, Returnal right now is a PlayStation Five exclusive. It's the it's the first PlayStation Five exclusive to go anywhere. It's going other places quicker than Deathloop is. Because Deathloop came out right around the same time as. Returnal and the fact that Returnal's coming to PC and I mean Deathloop came to PC at the same time, but uh Deathloop still hasn't made it to Xbox and it's an Xbox published game. Mm-hmm. So like well, th- well they were still under contract with Sony. Yeah. I'm just saying that the turnaround time like, yes, there are going to be more PS4 games that come forward, but just in how things have been going, um, PS5 games are already on the table. The Uncharted collection that co- that's coming to PC, it, while those games, there are other ways to play them on a PS4, like that collection is a PS5 exclusive thing. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying, PC gets stronger. PC's good, good, great. Right. All right. Does anybody have one more thing before we wrap? I feel like this has been compared to last week's episode. I'm sorry about last week's episode, y'all. Like, I looked at like the timestamp and like the notes and everything. I was like, dang, it was just, <laughs> it, it was a lull of a week. But this week, yeah. I feel like there's been some hot fire. <laughs> and that was like the last week before the flood starts. The announcements. Yeah. Everyone's announcing their announcements. Yeah, that's. Like, a, I think I said it being shown on the episode Stay to play last tomorrow. Week. Yeah, stay to play tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Hell yeah. <laughs> Yo, right? I'm in a position right now because between now and this time next week, <laughs> so much shit is about to happen. And, like, I want to record bonus episodes for everything, but I know that's not happening because I'm getting married the day after. (laughs) (laughs) Like, I'm eight days away from getting married, so. Let's get the shit. Let's get the shit. Yeah, we'll we'll figure something out. Yeah, Yeah. Uh, it might be hella late, but I, I can see myself coming back from my honeymoon and just... Sitting in front of my computer. All right, we're doing this PlayStation State of Play recap. We're doing this Summer Games Fest recap. We're doing this Xbox Summer Games Fest recap. Like, we're going down the gambit. Like, it's E3. It's Key 3. Jeff Keighley. Key 3. Mm-hmm. I'm heavily influenced by, like, fellow brown nerds in the internet community. So, Tamor Hussein, Imran Khan, like... I'm heavily influenced by my <laughs> team, team Brown. Yeah, Team Brown. Um, but yeah, if nobody has one more thing, you can follow us all collectively around the internet, cheesycontrollerpodcast.com. You can follow me on Twitter at Anton6 with 3Xs, Chris. You can follow me at Chef and Chris. Jalen. Squid Bishop. Drake. B Wagon X. 
All right, this has been a No It's Good production. The video version is edited by Lana Twisted Mind. The audio version is edited by I Know Jones. Until next time, keep it cheesy.